Welcome back to another episode of Ella Marie TV. This episode was previously recorded for my YouTube channel, youtube.com backslash Ella Marie Tedebi, T-E-R-E-B-I. This episode is with Z, the author, a rapper out of New Mexico. And until I met Z, I didn't realize just how significant the hip hop community is in New Mexico. But Z talks to me about his career, what his albums are about, and where he sees his career taking him. Not to mention, he's also done some songwriting for some K-pop stars. So we're getting into that in this interview. Hope you enjoy. Hello, good people. I am so excited to bring you this interview with Z, the author, a rapper, uh, singer, director, songwriter out of Albuquerque, New Mexico, which is the last place that I thought we were going to see the music scene really popping. But we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But welcome to Z. Thank you so much for joining me. What's going on? So I was introduced to Z through Jafro, who I did with as well. And I got the music, you know, Z sends me his tracks, like, and I was like 11 o'clock at night or something like that. And I start listening and I literally cannot go to sleep because every track was just a banger. The, the production, the lyrics, all those different things. Like, it was so good. I was just like, I'm going to be up all night, like listening to your whole collection. So tell us about how you got started. Have you always been a writer? Have you always been into music? Like, where did you really get started with that? Because you're still fairly young, too. So how did you really get into it? Yeah, so um, music has always kind of been a part of my life. Uh, first of all, thank you for taking yeah. the time to like listen to music and, you know, show support. Um, and, uh, you know, as artists, we love that. We love people, you know, tapping in and really appreciating our work and our creativity. But um, like I said, I started like with music. I started playing the drums when I was like three or four years old. You know what I mean? It's kind of like something that like my, my family kind of took notice of when I was younger that, you know, it's kind of like a pots and pans situation where it's like you know, some people like sports, some people like other things. And I just really took to music and I've always loved it. And so, like I said, I started playing drums when I was young. Um, years later, I started picking up other instruments. Um, I grew up in the church, so I had, you know, that, that kind of an influence as well, as far as like music is concerned and, and gospel. And, uh, and, um, from there, music has just always been a huge part of my life. Played in school, um, middle school, high school, band, all that kind of stuff. And um, I started writing when I was about like 13 or 14. Like I would just write, I wasn't really like writing rap stuff. I was kind of just like writing like uh, like spoken word kind of in a way. Um, just trying to get things off of your chest, you know what I mean? Like whenever you have, um, you know, things going on in your life and that it's kind of funny to say things going on in your life because I was only like 13 so it's like what is going on in my life but I don't know I felt passionate enough to want to talk about it I don't know what it, you know what I mean so I just I just was talking about it whatever whatever I felt moved by um and eventually it grew and it grew and my vocabulary grew and um and the topics that the range of topics that I wanted to talk about grew and um eventually one day I guess the music side of me and then the writing side of me just was like, let's, let's get married. So <laughs> they put a ring on it and it's been like that ever since. And I've been just like rapping over music and beats ever since um, and it's been a rap. Yeah. I love that. I love how you talk about how they like merged together. They got married, put a ring on it. Right. Because it really does reflect in your music, right? Like almost each of your albums is sort of a story, right? You're sort of walking us through this journey. Um, and I really appreciate that you talked about that. 
with writing, do you, do you keep it on your phone? Do you keep it in a book? Like, what is your, talk to us about your songwriting, like process. Like, I'm really interested in like the details of those types of things. Yeah. Um, well, I guess in a way, like I do, I do have a notebook that I write in, you know what I'm saying? But I keep that like at the crib because I'm so afraid of like losing it when I go mm-hmm, places. Mm-hmm. I keep it, like, you know what I mean? And I only use it when I'm at home or like in home setting. Um, but if I'm on the go and I'm just like writing when I'm on the go, like I use, I use my phone all the time. Like I use my phone all the time. I mean, I'm like a super fast texter too, because yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm always, yeah. So, um, yeah, I use both at the, you know, and, and, uh, I don't know, I guess I don't really feel a difference when it comes to like writing in a notebook versus writing in my phone or on a computer or anything. It all kind of feels the same to me. Like I'm it's just, you're getting something off your mind, you know what I mean? So I don't really pay attention to like the feeling of it. I where do you get your um where do you get your inspirations from you know like are you just walking down the street and then something happens and you're like oh i gotta write about this or like yeah um man yeah i just, all the time like stuff every like mundane activities can give you inspiration like maybe you might see somebody walking down the street and like some homeboy does a backflip or something like that and be like damn that was crazy how he just did that you know what i'm saying and be like all right now i'm gonna write a song about a backflip like, right. you know what i mean like something that i aspire maybe i want to learn how to do a backflip but i can't really physically do a backflip yet so i'll just do a backflip in the song and i like hey. write a write a i'll write a bar about doing a backflip you feel me like yeah, just to good. make it seem like you was like you know you reflect the things that you aspire to be i guess in a way like sometimes my songs are from a place of reflecting so like sometimes maybe i'll write a song from a perspective or an of an experience that i've had personally and like that's me reflecting on that experience but then there are other times where i write from the perspective of like something that maybe i haven't experienced or maybe that the people have been a part of but i want to get there i want to get to that point i want to experience that so like it's almost like you're speaking into it you're speaking it into existence in your music like uh i guess a lot of times especially in hip-hop with rappers people kind of call us like maybe like we're fake or like we live we don't live the life we talk about but in in a way I guess you know there's a difference between being fake and then just like you know like I said speaking something into existence or like wanting something or being hungry for something you know what I mean like I've said songs about being a millionaire like Jay-Z you know what I mean like in the first in the first song um in the first song of my last project called Look How They Treat Us um you know, I said I used to want a million, mm-hmm. but then Jay showed me billions, so now I want a trillion. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like things like that. Like, uh, you know, Jay Z was the first, you know, one of the first black billionaires. So it's like me seeing that and experiencing that, like similar to an experience of seeing a guy doing a black a backflip on the street. It's like experiencing that and seeing that makes you want to go and do the same thing for yourself. You know what I mean? Be better. So in, I a, in a way, I, and, you know, the rest of the world, the outside world, makes you want to be better. I literally wrote that down when I was listening to your tracks and I was like, like, I'm wondering if like, I'm hearing some of the tracks, like, okay, this is your life. This is what's going on. This is, you know, whatever. But then the other stuff, I was like, I think this is like manifestations, right? Like this is what you are aspiring to. Um, and I heard it in a lot of your songs. So I actually literally wrote down like, are the songs like better? That was like kind of one of my questions. So you kind of answered it. <laughs> um, what about, how did you get the name Z the author? So how did we get to that? Because when I Google you, right, I'm getting Zora Neale Hurston, I'm getting authors with the name Z and things like that. I'm not, of course, you're the first thing that pops up, but what was yeah. the inspiration behind that? What was the point to no, that's, behind that? That's funny. I was literally just on FaceTime with one of my homies and uh, we were talking about that, like Googling ourselves. Yes. And he Googled himself 
and I, I Google myself and like it literally just says authors with the name Z. Or if you go to images, it'll say like book, like ABC books, like, <laughs> like you know, like books yeah. or A to Z books or things like that. And so, um, but I think, so I've gone through different like names and different aliases. Um, started off with just my my name, which is just Xavier. Cause for the longest time I was making music, but I just felt like out of touch because I didn't I didn't feel like I was cool enough to like have a rapper's name. Like mm. all of the rappers that I all of the rappers and artists that I love, like I feel like they had such an aesthetic and like such a vibe about them. That's where they get their nicknames or their aliases from. And I was just like, I don't feel like I have that yet. So like I didn't want to have a name yet. So I just stuck with my actual name. And then um I was at school when I came up with the name Z the author. I was at school um in New York, which is where I was going to college at the time. And um and I was in my dorm with one of my other, with a couple of my friends. We were listening to music and um, it just, I don't know. I, I literally don't know where it came from, but it just came to me like at that moment where yeah, I was just right. like, yeah. gotta, I was like, Z the author, like, that's crazy. And then, and then my other friends were like, Z the author, hmm, hmm. I don't know about it. But then one of one, my one friend I was sitting in that room, he was like, yeah, that's dope. Don't forget that. He was like, wake up tomorrow. He's like, write it down or whatever. He's like, don't forget that. Yeah. And so I just never forgot it from then. And then I I just, the next day I woke up and I was just so moved by the fact that I was like, dang, this really stuck with me. Like, I just loved the sound of it. I loved the rhythm of saying it. And um, and I just kept it. And then I changed all my social media. I went quick. I went all to my social media. I changed everything to Z the author, my, right. my email, everything. I was like, Z the author, Z the author, Z the author. And, um, you know, I think like going back to speaking things and like manifesting things and speaking things into existence, it kind of just came to me at that moment, but I didn't really know exactly why it stuck with me so much and like why I wanted to call myself that. But it wasn't until months later, like after like making more music and you know, discovering new things about myself that I understood that like, wow, like in a way where, um, you know, like when I'm writing and like when I'm making my music, it's almost like I'm writing my own life story, right? Like we talk about writing about our experiences. It's kind of like that same thing. So like, when I call myself Z the author, I call myself that because I feel like I'm writing my life story in a way. Mm. Like all, all my like if at the end of my life, because I consider myself a huge optimist. Like, you know, I like I love optimism and I love looking into the future. Like I look 15 years into the future all the time. So like I, I, th I always think of like, you know, at the end of my life or at the end of my creative spell or like, you know, at the end of my musical career, I would love to be able to for anybody to look back and if I drop 10 albums or five albums or 50 albums in my lifetime that somebody can go from the first album all the way to the last album and be like they, this this guy just like told us his life story in the span of all of this music like at the end of you know what I mean like the beginning of his life all the way to the to the end of his life and like this is all this and so that's why I was just like it, in a way it's like my we're all authors we're authors of our own stories and like we write our own lives Wow. Wow. I was my, my book, my autobiography. <laughs> I was not prepared for that, but you really took it. That is the perfect example of the name. That is, oh my gosh, that is a really great way to put that. I love how you just you talk about your writing your life. And Z the author does well. Like every time I'm talking about you, I'm like Z the author, Z the author. Like that is it's yeah. in my head, right? So you're doing good with the naming. Um, but I love how you talked about how this is like, yeah, like you're writing your whole life, like literally um through your music so that is really great definitely stick with it um and yeah i love that so tell us about the new mexico music scene because you're from new mexico 
and I've just started learning about apparently there's like a really big collection of artists there and songwriters and y'all are really working out there so what tell us about that yeah so um I was talking to Jafro and he, he had fortunately connected me with you and um you know like I, I remember our, our initial conversation and you were kind of just like whoa there's more of you guys like after talking to Jafro and then being able to talk to me and we were like this is not just us two it's like yeah. 50 60 70 other people out here that's doing their thing so um I think I don't know in a nutshell well, how do I explain it? I guess we're just a bunch of people that love to create and we have no creative bounds. You know, mm. like we have no, we have no, uh, no set bar of like, this is what we're, this is what we want to do. Or like, this is what we're, we're, we're trying to get to. Like, we just want to do what we do. And if it gets to this place, it'll get there. And we're not really focused on that because we're just trying to have fun and, and enjoy the fact that we're all doing this as a collab, you know, collectively in our city. Um, you know, like in other cities, especially like, I know you're, you're in, you're in shot, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to, shout out to Common, Kanye, yeah. Chance the Rapper, what, Lupe, what? It's ridiculous, right? Yeah. So you have so many of these, of these, musical staples like in your in in that's embedded in your city's culture right in illinois culture in the state's culture and it's like that for so many other cities around the, around the nation and around the world um but for our little our little crevice in new mexico we don't really necessarily have something especially and this is specifically in hip-hop right there's so much culture yeah. that comes from new mexico and comes from albuquerque that is recognized and acknowledged worldwide and internationally but when it comes to hip-hop um, you know, we're still kind of, we're still kind of, you know, putting, we're still kind of getting our feet in the water. Mm -hmm. And I personally love that so much because I feel like we have, like I said, we have no creative bounds. Like there's, there's, there's no bar to reach. Like there's no, like you go to Atlanta, there are so many other people that have done it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And like, it can mean so many other things. Like it can be whatever you envision success to be. Right. You go to New York and there's so many other people that have done it. And you come to New Mexico when it comes to hip hop, there really haven't been so many people that have done that. Right. Mm -hmm. On like the international level. So it's like we're just like we could do this ourselves and like we could be the ones that kind of inspire the next generation to be like, all right, now we're gonna take it a little bit further and then their gen their next generation is gonna take it a little bit further. So it's like we're just here to set the groundwork, you know what I mean? And in that we understand that to the extent where we're not trying to be anybody else. And that's why I love where I come from so much because it's like, we're not trying to sound like people from Texas. We're not trying to sound like people from Cali. We're not trying to sound like anybody. We're just trying to be us and like be us to the greatest extent that we can. So, um, you know, there are some like, because of that, we have people like me and Jafro that like we rap, but then like we'll sing a little bit, make beats, you know what I mean? But then you got people that are like, they do singer songwriter stuff. And then we got people that do like um, folklore clothes dancing, like, or like, like salsa <laughs> dancing, which is like, it's, it's wild. The kind of stuff that like, that they incorporate into right. it, you know? And then you got people that are rapping Spanish and people that are rapping all kinds of different languages. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's just like, it's just like a, a melting pot, you know, when you come here. And so. Uh, what is know, the I, dancing? I don't know what else to say about it. What's the dancing you just mentioned? Oh, Flaclody Club? Oh, it's, I don't even know. I, I Excuse me if I am mispronouncing it too. Okay, it's okay. like Flaclody Club. Flaclody Club. I'm not even going to try it no more. I feel okay. like I'm <laughs> But it's, uh, it's just like a, it's a, 
it's a uh, it's a Hispanic um, you know like type of dance okay. you know similar to to salsa bachata okay. like culture it's a cultural dance that you know is used in like in like a Central American or, or Mexican culture Got you know? it. Okay. and um, that's what I'm saying like there's so many things that yeah. that we bring to the table from a cultural perspective um, that not a lot of other places in the world do. And so I think that it's a beautiful place to, for people to look into because, like, you know, you can, your eyes can be really open about the kind of the, the gems that we have out here. You know, a lot, a lot of people come here and they're like, dang, like, I never thought New Mexico, you know, they come here and they're like, I thought New Mexico was just a bunch of dirt and, and mountains and cactuses or cacti, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it's a beautiful place. You come here and your eyes are open and you start to see it. There's a, it's a lot different than what you expect. That is definitely true. I've been to Albuquerque once and all I remember was unfortunately getting like altitude sickness or something like that, but it was very beautiful. But my boss is from Santa Fe. And so when I told her about you and Jofro, she was just like, oh, like they must know so-and-so and and they must know so-and-so because she's like, there's a huge hip hop scene. There's a lot of venues out here, all those different things. And she was just telling me about it. She was texting me about all her friends who know all these people. And I was just like, mind blown i was just like who would have thought but i love it i love the creativity that's there i think i joked with you all i was like it must be the higher altitude like y'all are just yeah it's gotta be the air right like something's in the air and that creativity is really out there so i love that that's like a burgeoning scene um and Mm. speaking of creativity you're a director of your music videos Mm. tell us about how you go about directing your videos i know each one sort of has a different sort of vibe right lit and then ray lewis right and then all these different things so tell us about do you come up with those ideas or is it with a team or what is walk us through your sort of creative process yeah so um when it comes to my music i love to be very visual like i love to paint pictures i love imagery um and i like to just kind of like bring people into a world whenever you know like they listen to a song to kind of like be able to close their eyes and be transported to another place and visuals and videos always help that like no matter what, they're always going to be like, you know, the toast to, or the, the jelly to the music's peanut butter. Yes. Um, and uh, I work with, um, with my guy, uh, Isaiah Watts, AKA Idea, shout out to the boy. And um, I've also been recently working with Marco Travers, shout out to Marco, you know, that's the G too. And um, we've been, we've been collaborating on um, the last few videos that I've done. And um They've just been amazing. I mean, yeah. I guess when it comes when it comes down to it, I make my songs, and um, sometimes I sometimes I see the video right then and there when I'm writing it, or sometimes I have to finish the song and then see the video come after um, and you know come into fruition. But uh, um, all in all, I love to come with an idea, and uh, no pun intended. You know, shout out to idea. But uh, so like. Um, I'll usually come with an, an initial idea attacking the song and then the rest of the team will come with their ideas and we just sit down and we talk first and foremost of like, you know, what makes the most sense, uh, like what kind of message we're trying to convey with the music and with the video. And then after we get everything done and down on the paper, then we kind of just start to move pieces around and be like, all right, this is what we want to do. This is the kind of equipment or kind of stuff that we need to get. This is the setting that we want. This is the place that we need to go to. And, um, we never, we never really go outside of the, like, we never really go to great lengths to be able to complete our, our mission. Like, it's always like, we're just going to go down the street or we're just going to meet up here or we're just going to go out to this place because, you know, as, as diverse as New Mexico is, 
in its population and in its culture, the landscape and, and, and um, you know, just physically, like the location is very diverse as well. Like we have mountains on this side, but then you have the, the super intense urban downtown area, but then you have, you know what I mean? But then you go to the west side of New Mexico and it's all, you know, very like, flat and plateau and you know mm. what I mean so it's like it's a it's a lot of different places that you can go to make you feel like you're in an entirely different community or an entirely different location so we don't ever have to really stretch far or go crazy go far away to like be able to get done what we want to do you know? so we just we just try to be as creative as we can and tell the story that's uh tell the story that the music is telling us to tell and yeah yeah that's how we move you know now it's also starting to sound like an ad for i want to go to new mexico now i want to go again i need to be out there i do have a, one quick question and then i want to transition into the video one specific video that we were talking about you have japanese characters in the bottom of your video oh yeah ingen nashi so i speak japanese so it's oh. a nashi right which i gotta connect you with my boy idea idea is the guy he's he's okay. the he's the not behind that yeah got it okay is it supposed to be part of people ruin everything or is it just no yeah, human so that's, so that's um that's ideas um you know his his like alter alias so like it. that's that's the uh the motto or the uh the mantra that he sticks with and got he kind of use represent his brand yes. his brand is people ruin everything and yeah. his logo is super dope. his logo is like this like this little dinosaur yeah and it's, it's super dope and he has like like clothes and all this kind of stuff that goes with it so shout out people ruin everything that's uh that's ideas um is his, his life's work you know what got I'm it because okay. i was all of our stuff, so. I was like, what are these Japanese characters doing down here? Yeah, no humans? It's like, funny because I'm actually, and I feel kind of, you guys made me feel kind of sad because I was actually born in Japan. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, my parents were, my parents were like in the military. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my mom was pregnant with me when they were, when they were stationed out there. So I was yeah. born in, in Okinawa. Okay. In Chaza. Yeah. So, but I really don't actually, I didn't know that, I didn't know what it meant until he had to tell me it was people everything in Japanese. I really only know how to count to 10, if I'm being honest. I mean, like, that's a good thing to know, because counting to 10, you can count to 100. We can talk about hey, that another time, but yeah, definitely, <laughs> you can get pretty far with just the numbers. Um, yeah, I yeah. love that. We'll put some links in the bio below, so you can see some of those videos and check out the Ningen Nashi, the No Humans, People Ruin Everything logo. So back to your videos, the one I really wanted to dig into is off of your latest project, and it's Kali's interlude video, mm. um, and you had posted it, and that is sort of going to segue us into sort of your activism, but talk to us about that video. I mean, you have the flashing blue red lights, right, on mm. you, and you're talking, and you're, you know, explaining this whole situation. Talk to us about the thoughts behind that video. Awesome. So, yeah, Kali's interlude uh, is featuring my man, uh, Kali So, which is one of my favorite artists of not just in New Mexico, just anywhere. Like, my, one of my favorite artists, one of my favorite writers of all time um he's like a guy that inspires me to do better and inspires me to write better also alongside Jofro and so many other people that are from here um that and just want make me want to be a better person and um I made that song a little little backstory on the song I made that song also when I was back at school in my dorm room in New York it was like late night it must have been like three in the morning or something like that and I was just up and I made the I made the beat for it um I got some like real loopy drums. I just looped the drums and I just played the chords. And then I got on the mic and I just freestyled off the top of my head, the hook, which is the bleed, et cetera, et cetera, bleed, et cetera, et cetera. And then I just, I sat on it for like a couple of weeks. I never touched it again. Mm. And then I was just like, hmm, 
I'm gonna send this to Kylie because I had a really cool conversation with him. Um, and it was just about our, it was just about life, you know, like one of those really cool, like keep your head up type of conversations. So I sent him the song just because, I don't know, I just felt moved to. And um, he had it for like literally like almost a year. I'm not even gonna lie. Like almost a year that nobody touched the song. And then I told him I was working on my project, Look How They Treat Us. And then when I told him I was doing that, he laid a verse down or he told me he laid a couple of different verses down and he sent it back to me. That was the verse that he chose. And ever since then, we didn't, ma- we didn't mix the, I didn't mix the song. Nobody mastered it. Nobody touched the song after that. Like that's just the rough, the roughest, the, the roughest, most original version of the song that it can be. Like there's no mix, no master or anything on that song. And so I wanted it to sound rough and I wanted it to sound like authentic because I wanted it to be real. You know what I mean? Because of the topics that we're talking about are just so real. And it, and it pertains so much to not only our lives in 2020, but our lives, how they've been for decades. And I, mean, I can even say centuries, you know what I mean? So um, when it came to making the video, we all knew, me, Marco, and uh, and uh, um, Idea, we all knew it was like, we, it was something that we wanted to approach in the right way and that we wanted to make sure that we kind of uh, hit all of the, hit every, hit all of the, you know, the points that were needed to, to, to be hit, um, to express, to convey, you know, the message that we wanted to convey in the song. And so when it came down to it, like I said, when we, how we approach all our videos, we, we came up with a treatment for it. We sat down and we just talked about what we want to do and the best way to execute it. And, um, we wanted to tell the story of 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 young people um, that just are living their lives, young African Americans that are just living their lives, literally. And that's the video: is this young people that are just living their lives, but in for some reason, living your life is um, you know a crime to, in the eyes of some people. Mm-hmm. And so, um, one it goes from us just kind of hanging out. You know, I got a backpack on. We're just walking around through streets. It's just a cool night. Nothing better to do but just hang out with the homies, and um, you know, something. We're just chilling in the alley, and then all of a sudden, um, the pol- the police, you know, hit the scene, and and things. You can imagine what happens after that. If you haven't seen the video already, you know, you can imagine what happens after that. And um, that's just a picture that we wanted to paint, and alongside, like I said, alongside the music and the and the uh, the writing. There's also an element that we wanted to incorporate, which is like the physical element of just feeling so sad and feeling so broken. And I felt like the best way to in, the best way to show that visually was to have a dancer. And so that's why I shot. I uh, hit up one of my one of my longest best friends. His name is Fernando Barrios, and he's the guy that's dancing in in the video as well. And um, so we wanted to incorporate, you know, physical representation of the sorrow and the emotion that's brought. Um, as far as well as the musical, you know, representation. I definitely, I'll put the link in the below for people to see the video. I definitely felt that and it stuck out to me so much and I really wanted to ask you about it. So thank you for sharing about that because I mean, it's timely, right? Um, Everything that's been happening this past summer, this past year, like that video really speaks to a lot of those things. And, you know, you said it's been happening for centuries and stuff like that, but it's still something that needs to be talked about. And when artists are able to put it in their music and really you know, show it, um, I think that's when we really start to see the impact of things. Um, how has your activism really been involved in your music? 
Um, you do mention a couple of things. I know there's one song where you mentioned Trayvon and like, what would he say if he was still here, right? Things like that, Trayvon Martin, um, who was killed. Um, and so talk to us about how your activism sort of overlaps with your art um, and that sort of aspect. Mm, yeah, that's a kind of a, that's kind of a loaded question. Uh, I guess in a way, I guess I won't, I can only really speak towards um, I can only really speak towards things I've seen, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so um, I only want, I only want people to believe in themselves and believe in our, and believe in us as a community mm -hmm. that we can eventually through all of, all of the stuff that happens, mm -hmm. um, you know, through all of the things that go on in our, in our society today, I want us to know ultimately um, that we can reconcile. You know what I mean? Through through all of the hate and all of the stuff that happens, I feel like there's always love deep rooted in, in there. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just a matter of pulling it out and it's just a matter of acknowledging it, acknowledging it and rec and recognizing it. And so um, you know, at the end, as much as I talk about, you know, um death and 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 even my own even my own <clears throat> you know battles with like me contemplating life and like you know what the meaning of it and what your purpose is yeah. um what my purpose is I always try to end um my music and just like if I'm making a project or if it's just a song or if it's just a verse or, or a poem or something that I'm writing I always try to end it on a note of like I said optimism before you know I always want to end it on a note of like this is what's going on now and like I said like I'm speaking on it from a, a, a reflective perspective or you know, just something that I've seen. Mm -hmm. But by the end of it, I always want people to know that we can do better. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, you know, what I want to talk about is like, it's almost like writing an essay. You just want to, you want to state what the current, what the current status is. Mm -hmm. And then by the end of it, you want to just say like, all right, this is what, this is what's going on now. This is what I want to be, you know, the reality in the future. And like, yeah. that's all I can, that's really all I can do. You know what I mean? That's really all we can do is just like, try to inspire people to be better people. Yeah, yeah, no, that's so, and universal language, right, music. It connects mm -hmm. across so many borders um, and so many things. So I think your music really does that. And it did leave me like with positive vibes. Like I told you, I couldn't even like sleep that night. I was just like, yeah. listen, track to track. I got your SoundCloud and then I got the iTunes mm -hmm. and all those things. Oh, so you was grabbing it, you was grabbing it going. Yeah, you know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, I really appreciate that you, that you talked about that aspect of your music. Um, so I want to give you a chance to promote anything that you're working on, anything in the future that we should be looking out for, anything that you want to talk about. This is sort of your time to promote whatever you want to promote. Oh, okay. It's lit. Um, so yeah, if you have not heard of me or do not know who I am, my name is Xavier. Um, I go by Z the author, Z the author. You know what I'm saying? You could check me out on Instagram as Z the author. Twitter as Zita Author, Facebook as Zita Author, you know the vibes um, for all my, all, my, all my Facebook moms and dads, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> you got a LinkedIn? Um, yeah, LinkedIn, you know what I'm saying? You can hit me up, you know what I'm saying? You trying to pay, you trying to pay a boy, you know what I'm saying? I send that invoice, I got that PayPal, you know, you know the vibes. Um, I've created a, a musical, my latest musical um, project is called Look How They Treat Us, out on all platforms, Apple Music, Spotify. Uh, whatever you're trying to get a title, wherever you're trying to go, YouTube. Um, I make videos, cool music videos. I think they're pretty cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I'm i working on new music, but I don't really have a timeline for like when I'm going to release anything new. 
Yeah. I'm just kind of like letting the year go by and, you know, we're looking into, I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I have 2021 vision now, yes. you know what I mean? Um, my 2020 vision has evolved. So yep. Yep. Um, I'm looking into next year and just hoping that, you know, it only brings blessings and good vibes. You know? And it and, will, uh, it will. I have yeah. no doubt. I know you talk a little bit in your songs on look how they treat us about quarantine, getting you and stuff like that, but I have yeah. no doubt. That you <laughs> I'm sure it's hitting all of us in a different way, you know, but I'm ready to, I'm ready to just, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Euro step into the new year, you feel yeah. me? I'm ready to Kobe fade away into the new yeah. year. You know? Oh, yeah. all right, Kobe, yes. Definitely. You know, you know, so, um, but I guess the last thing that I need to say is just vote, yeah. most importantly. Um, I know we were just talking about it a couple minutes ago. I uh, teamed up with the New Mexico Black Voters Collaborative, and um, we are hyped to try to get people to vote and get into the polls and get in those lines and participate because it's like in this country it's the most important thing that you could possibly do especially as a minority especially as a black person please participate and be the change that you wish to see that's all i can say yeah i love that i have the video we're definitely going to post about that definitely go vote not just in this election right but in any election that happens our voices matter and it's so important for us to be out there and voting. Thank you so much. I'm gonna ask you my final question. Mountains, mountains or ocean? Ooh. Ooh, that's crazy. Cause I grew up around mountains. Like I literally grew up 15 minutes away from the mountains, but I love the ocean. I love water. You were born on an island, so surrounded by water. Mm. I love you, New Mexico, but I'm gonna have to go with the ocean because yes. I just I love, and I love the I love I don't know it's just so soothing. I love the color blue. I just yeah. can't. I just gotta go with the ocean. I'm an ocean person too, so I think you made the right choice. But to all the mountain people, that's okay. Like y'all can still go hike and all that jazz. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like y'all can have that. Y'all can have that. But I'm, I'm trying to. I'm pure. I'm pure. Fine. Yes. Yes. Exactly. With the ocean. Thank you so much, Z. This has been so great. I can't wait to keep talking to you and keep watching your journey. Thank you so, so much. And we'll see you soon, all over. Awesome. You know the vibes. Thank you guys so much. Yeah.